You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Israel and Palestine have been the most peaceful areas in the Middle East since the end of a 50-day conflict last year. Joining me now is the president of the Israel Group, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Ethan. Now, look, Barry, this is a, an interesting issue now of this rocket being fired. Is this the beginning of a new cycle of violence in Gaza with Israel? I don't know if it's a new cycle, Ethan, but I know it was a happy birthday to Israel on their 67th anniversary of the founding of the state of Israel. I would probably classify it as that for now. Well, look, I mean, aren't there even other groups vying for power within Gaza? So is this possible, possibly just a, a, a balance of power issue within Gaza that this rocket went? It could be. You know, the usual Hamas um, attack comes from a population center shooting into a population center. Israel responds militarily by limiting their rocket fire back, as you said, from tanks into a training camp. So it's the typical Hamas does something, Israel responds. And oh, by the way, uh, no condemnation from the EU, from the UN, from the United States. It's considered business as usual as long as it's just Hamas firing, firing rockets into Israel population centers. And, and those population centers, Sterot was the city actually where it was targeted. That's correct. They have how many seconds to react when that alarm it's, goes It's off? under a minute and uh, most of the population of southern Israel spent about eight hours in bomb shelters as a result. Eight hours in bomb shelters. So on top of it all, the, the Obama administration is offering what essentially sounds like a bribe, $50 billion to Iran to sign this nuclear deal. Can you say uh, terrorism in the world from this regime? It sure pays, doesn't it, to be the leading terror sponsor in the world. Um, it's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. It wouldn't even make a Hollywood script because it's so unbelievable, except for the part that it's true. But Barry, I mean, seriously though, what, why would this administration be uh, offering $50 billion? We have terrorism going on around the world from this country, from Iran, from the Islamic Republic of Iran. They shout death to America, death to Israel. President Obama says words matter, but in this case, I guess, what, the words don't matter and here's $50 billion? Well, let's really quantify it. In the last several weeks since the deal has been announced coming out of Lusain, Switzerland, and then the president talked about it in the Rose Garden, every one of the key points has been canceled. There were going to be sanctions removed after all the deal points were made. Iran has rejected that and said sanctions come off on day one. Number two, they were going to inspect every single site in Iran. The supreme leader has said all the military bases are going to be off limits forever. They're never going to be looked at. Uh, number three, the uranium that had been enriched over the last decade at the cost of tens of billions was going to be exported to Russia. So no enriched uranium would be in Iran. And now Iran gets to keep it. So their reward, as you pointed out, for breaching everything that was supposedly part of a deal that was pretty crappy to begin with, that's going to guarantee them a nuclear weapon, is now there's such desperation on the United States part, we're going to give them $50 billion on the first day, apparently, to sign any kind of deal. Which, by the way, the uh, IAEA this week is still proclaiming, hold it. 
They're in non-compliance with 90% of the existing inspections. We haven't even been on site on most of these places where the centrifuges are running 24-7 right now. So do you see this simply as, as a legacy building move on the part of the Obama administration, or is he really that naive over what's going on in Iran? I, I don't think it's naivete. And, and by the way, the Congress doesn't think so either. Uh, the Corker-Menendez bill, as you know, passed out of uh, the Senate committee 19-0. It was going to the floor. The president said he was going to veto it. That bill would uh, insist that the Congress gets to approve sanctions before they come off, the removal of sanctions. The president said, okay, I'm not going to veto it anymore, simply because the Senate had enough votes coming out of the committee to override a veto. So now it's going to be really interesting. When that bill passes, the president is going to be unable to remove sanctions on Iran without congressional approval. I think there's going to be a real fight coming between Capitol Hill and the White House on this. I mean, the hypocrisy is amazing. I, I want to point out another one that's so interesting. Anytime Israel does something, the world condemns them. They, they lift a finger and the world is condemning them. Yet we have a situation that's been going on now for over a decade in Jerusalem where the Muslim Arab controlled region of what's, what's called the Temple Mount or the Dome on the Rock, they've done a couple of things where they've torn up antiquities and nobody has said a word. And this is happening in Israel now. It happened again in this last week. They ripped up carpeting. They didn't tell anybody. They didn't coordinate under the law or with any authorities, yet nobody is saying a word about it. Well, it's really interesting, uh, Ethan. I've actually been on that site uh, 20 years ago when you could have gone in. Uh, after the 67 reunification of Jerusalem, the sites were supposed to be open to all people of all faiths and all religions. Um, the Jordanian authority that was given the authority over the Temple Mount has breached that repeatedly. So what you're referring to was there's a floor there that they were replacing the carpet. When the old carpet came up, there were incredible mosaics that could have been a thousand years old, could have been two thousand years old, could have dated back to Solomon's temple time when Jesus walked in the temple. And they immediately covered it up, wouldn't let anyone in to take pictures, wouldn't let it get inspected or cataloged. They sealed it up glued down the new pad and said they will never allow inspections of the site. It's really sad for religious historical purposes, if for no other reason. Well, and it's also important to note, this isn't just for Jews and Israelis. This is for Christians. This is for any of the great monotheistic religions. It's, it's a center of great importance to them. It's the most holy site in the Jewish religion. It's probably the second most holy site to Christians. Uh, Muslims consider it their third most holy site. It was supposed to be a universal uh, accessible religious site, and it has been anything but that since 1967, sadly. Well, Barry Newsbaum, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Good to be with you. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org. And subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.